Hi guys, this is Precious. And this is Maria. Welcome to Our Beauty Marks. A podcast dedicated to self-acceptance and inner beauty. Where we also look to dismantle the false ideals of beauty. So get comfortable. <laughs> Hello! It's okay. been a while. <laughs> What's it? I forgot how to podcast. <laughs> It's been a while for us. I know, for <laughs> us, I know. But it does, it feels strange. I'm like, what do we do next? I know, we took a hiatus. Life got hectic, though. You got that promotion, so you had to keep going into work to make sure that seasonal stuff was sorted. My hours got pushed back to normal. So instead of working like 40 hours every two weeks, I now work 40 hours a week, which is great for my bank account, but it's just awful for like my time. It's always that first week of normalcy where you're like, I'm overworked. And you're like, no, bitch, this is normal. literally how I felt I'm like I deserve more time off four day work weeks is what I deserve which I I get I get four day work week so far because we're not doing five yet but they're gonna bring back my fifth but oh does that mean like you make up for the extra hours in the day like like you do 12 hour shifts some days no so I think right now we just what's 32 Right now, we're just kind of doing 32 hours, but we're meant to be hopping on uh, the computers to be helping with customer service. Um, So we're going to end up coming in on one of our days off, on one of our three days off. But it's just like, what a joy. What a joy to have so many days off. Mm -hmm. It's how I want to live my life. There's a country in Scandinavia that does that. Just as normal? Yeah, just they're pushing for four four day uh four day work weeks for six hour days. What? I I hope they're getting paid the same amount they would be working five days. <laughs> I, they must be. But they're like let me see what, what countries are. And those countries like expensive though, the Scandinavian countries. Mm. How are you gonna work four days? But I think I think they pay them more. Oh, yeah, I guess so, because if it's more expensive, then you'd get paid more to balance off. You know how, like, Scandinavians are all about, like, work-life balance, but more like yes, life-life-work. Yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> they seize the day. They seize the day. I think Finland is the one that... Uh, Finland's prime minister wants her country on four-day work weeks, and this was in January 2020. It's always the countries that are led by women. They, they know what's up. Take me to New Zealand. Take me to Finland. I know. The fact New Zealand went through a freaking, like, what, two-month coronavirus crisis. Not, was it even two months? Hardly. They did things right. They just shut it down and shut it out. Properly. Because, like, I think after, like, those zero cases, they had, like, a giant, like, um, uh, they had rugby break games again. They had, like, I remember they had, they even had a, like a Black Lives Matter protest, and that was what back in April. So they were clear by then because they were like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, we're back in the streets." And I was like, "I was like, what?" 
mm-hmm. you go girl she's like listen i'm gonna set the rules and this is how we're gonna play she does it all while holding a baby on her hip and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> i feel like um maybe because like the the country that they live in i think maybe because people are happier maybe that they're like oh yeah we don't take things personally and we're not like individual like for example in america you know everyone's like for themselves for money and and i feel like same in england but like i feel like people here are more so for drinking and going to the bars and hanging outside than they are like it's not it's not like money driven unless if you're in certain areas and certain people but I feel like here they were fighting more like, I want to be outside. I want to hang out. <laughs> and in America, I was like, we need the economy. We need money. Like, we have our rights. We want to breathe without masks. <laughs> it's like, you can breathe without a, with a mask. I think it's on the level of individualistic to collectivist. Because like, as a society, America is highly, highly individualistic. And the UK mm-hmm. isn't like far off, but they still have collectivist like tendencies. Because they have had a history that has had to do things as a collective. Like World War II, America hardly even felt that. Other than their men leaving, like it wasn't like they had blackouts. It wasn't like they had rations. It wasn't like any of that. And no one was bombing them. Yeah. Yeah. So hardly, like hardly, like Pearl Harbor. And yeah, apart from that. In comparison to what was going on in Europe, where you had to come together and be kind of collectivists in order to get shit done. So I think that still like ruminates is that the right right word that still like lingers in parts of europe even though most societies are individualistic whereas in the u.s it's not really so unless like as as a whole unless you come from like maybe in your own family if your family is like from another country that yeah Yeah. is very collectivist in in nature i feel like um my grandma not i feel like my grandma was telling me a story like back in like I think World War Two, like how, you know, people had to let go of their children to get on a boat to go to Australia because it was that scary at the time, you know. Um, and I'm like, that's, it's just wild. I, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be so hard to let go of your kid. And yeah, you're right. Like they had to create alliances. I mean, obviously when they created their European Union, they had to like, you know, all like say, okay, guys, let's do this for the for the better of each other. But now, obviously, as we know, England is very much, you know, proud boys. Very, very happy. You know, like, we need to be alone. It's like, and then what? Like, what's the difference between being in Europe and not? Like, was was the trade affecting you personally or did you not even notice? Um, I'm like not super smart on like that type of like economy aspect of it. But like all I keep thinking is that even when the UK was in the EU, they did things their way anyways. Like yeah, <laughs> immigration pound. We- pound. <laughs> it was already their own way. They were like the last born child that gets their own way with everything. A phone at nine years old, an iPad when they want. Like their just- own yeah, own legislations, own they had a lot of things that they did on their own. Like, it was only, like, you know, uh, yeah, like, yeah, sure, I don't know the economy of, like, you know, farming and trading and, like, this and that, but I feel like the average UK person, unless if you're someone that works on London, Wall Street, or whatever it is, you're not someone that is directly affected, unless, obviously, mm-hmm. 
okay, fine, farming prices, blah, 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 blah. Things go up all the time, you know? Mm. But I feel like in the long run, who was it who started it? Nigel? No idea. Nigel Farage or whoever was just being like pissed off about immigration. Yeah. I feel a lot of people voted Brexit for racist reasons. Like, I know a lot of people yeah. voted Brexit for other reasons, like, I don't know, economy and stuff. Xenophobia. Things I don't really understand. But, I'm a, yeah, I feel like a lot of them was racism, xenophobic type of shit. Like, because I guess, mm-hmm. like, I guess, like, a lot of Polish people were in England and a lot yes. of whatever people were in England. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I was going to say that. It's like all I ever heard was this too many Polish people. Yeah. Or like every time I go to A and E, I have to wait fifteen hours because there's so many people in line. No, it's because there's not enough doctors because they're not getting paid enough. So it's not about how many people at the hospital, the walk-in or the A and E or the ER. Um, it's just that NHS were not like getting the money that they needed, and leaving Europe, they really were like playing i playing around the idea of making nhs private and it's like no no it doesn't i mean have fun i live with i have to live with private healthcare here in the u.s and uh i just know that if i had to lose my job or something i would then struggle to pay for a healthcare that was affordable for me to get what i could get uh for free in england because if you lose your job in the uk you still have the nhs and it's not always like the fastest fine but it has saved a lot of lives and it has done a lot more mm-hmm. for the people than it hasn't, especially for yeah. people who can't afford it. And in the UK, yeah. what's nice is that if you do make money, you can still have private healthcare. If you do make yeah. enough money, go get your private healthcare. That's fine. But if exactly. you're going to make the NHS private, I think, I, got, I don't remember who said this, but someone, there was like this famous human or whatever that was like, um, three things that you should never make private are schools, uh, prisons, and anything to do with healthcare, any hospitals, because you shouldn't yeah. be able to make money off of people's sicknesses. You shouldn't be able to make money off of people's incarceration and you shouldn't be able yeah. to make money off of people's education. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. It's just wild, man. Cause I'm like, Oh, maybe because of the TV shows I've seen and stuff, but like in the UK, if you're literally, if you just broke your leg, you're not going to sit in the waiting room. They will tend to you first. Like, yeah, it shows that I've seen in America. It's like someone's like stabbed and they're like, you have to wait. It's like, but I'm stabbed. It's like, what do you have insurance? It's like, but I'm dying. <laughs> anyway, that is, uh, why are we talking about? Well, because we're talking about Corona. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we got, yeah, because we said New Zealand because of the prime minister. What's her name? Yeah. Oh, I love her. I should know her name. Let me Google it. Yeah, right. New Zealand. Zealand. I feel like people in New Zealand seem um Jas- Jacinda Ardern. Jacinda. Jacinda Ardern. Jacinda Arden. How do you say it in New Zealand? Jacinda. Jacinda Arden. Arden. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, girl. And she's only forty. Wow. That's impressive. You go, Glenn Coco. Like, I feel like there's no face in New Zealand. If I, if you told me, do you know what I mean? Like, if I think of New Zealand people, I think of like tan, 
kind of more indigenous. I don't have like a white image of a New Zealander unless, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it can be both. Yeah. Um, but if you go, oh, this is Australia. Like oh, if you think Australians, you think just white people, blonde hair, blue eyes. Steve Irwin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. <laughs> or the Hemsworth, it says, you know, like yeah. that's like the images you have of Australians or home and away, like. Home and away was like a big soap, but the, was there any indigenous people or like, know. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I know even just like during the Black Lives Matter thing, like indigenous people just highlighting that like in Australia, it's just as bad, you know, like they're profiled, they're seen as lesser and all that stuff. And it's kind of like, well, we were here first. And I feel like countries where indigenous people were the first people and the i guess now majority white are the leaders or are in control it seems like they're more intimidated by the people who are from do you know does that make sense yeah like they like, seem like they always have to belittle them or like make them feel less than to know that they're in control yeah kind of like a <laughs> but like in america i mean statistically white people there's a lot more white people than there are black people but like it's just the incarceration rate and yeah the ratio is very it doesn't make sense yeah and it's just to make money and you know oh my god so i was watching on on netflix is this thing called explained and like every they don't have like seasons they just have a thing where like when uh one thing will be explained on like um pregnancies or kids and blah 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 oh yeah watch that yeah there's a new one with um explain so it's voting so like people i think can watch it and educate themselves Mm -hmm. very very insightful and this time leonardo dicaprio was narrating it because they usually have like somebody celeb like somebody famous um and something that i found out was like so back in the day um when they freed slaves Obviously, no one could vote apart from men, and especially, like, a certain class of men. And when... I'm like, this is why there's no winning when it comes to voting, because people just make up the rules as they go along. Yeah. And it's insane, because I think one year they were like, okay, Black people can vote, but only Black men. But then they're like, okay, but it's Black men who um, are in a certain bracket. Yeah, and then they're like, "No, no, no, we don't want that anymore. Nobody can vote again. Only we can vote." And then like the suff- suffragette movement happened. Then women could vote. Um, women could vote. Black men could vote. And then I think finally they opened up to everybody. But then they, at the time, which is funny, at the time it was the Democrats that were Democrats that were kind of very mean, and very like authoritarian compared to the republicans because they kept obviously winning their elections but then they would make sure that they would win because they would change the rules every single time and i think there was one that stood out if i can remember it was about how black people couldn't vote unless um something i forgot i, I really wish i could remember it's like there was one voter was, suppression right yeah it's like they purposefully do it so like they like, I think Miami is a good example because it was talking about how in Miami, before anyone could vote, even, like, the prisoners who were released, like, people who came out and were indicted, indicted, um, they could vote. And then 
the governor of Miami, um, he wanted to change that rule so that he could stay in power. So he voted against um, people who were, you know, now free from prison to vote so that oh. they didn't have a say. And I was just like, it's crazy because like he knows that like, oh, he would lose the vote if they voted because obviously he's done wrong to them. And just like they just change rules as they go. They make, they sign a new bill, 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 bill. Nowadays, I feel like it would be really hard to be like, oh, you can't vote because, you know, this. People will fight back more. But back then, because people didn't have a voice, people didn't really know what was going on with the government and stuff mm. like that. So it was very, it was just people following the rules. But it's just insane, and I think everyone should watch it. I know not everyone's American. I'm not, but I feel like it's very fascinating to know this because you need to know your rights. Yeah, preach it. I mean, I'm living here at the moment, so and I like I know nothing about like the electoral, what's it called, the electoral college or something. How like yeah. your the popular vote doesn't win at the end of the day, the electoral one does, and that's why Trump technically won, even though. Earlier one popular, like I don't really get it, so I don't ask too many questions. So I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> but I guess since we're on the topic of uh, Black Lives and and like the history and stuff, it's uh, it's 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 Black History Month in the UK, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it is. I feel like I haven't really seen anything uh, that much about it. I think the Royal Mail did like a, they've painted some of the black mailboxes instead of red, they've painted them black with saying Black Lives Matter. Um, I mean, ah, but, but cool. Thanks. <laughs> um, it's like, I don't know what that's going to solve. But where I work, like there's, um, they painted like a Black Lives Matter poster thing, not poster, but you know, like when you peel like a wallpaper, Mm-hmm. Um, on near the lifts, you don't you don't really notice it until later because they're always putting shit up the wall. Um, but I was like, oh, cool, like dope, thank you. But I feel like I don't feel it this month. I don't feel any like different, and I know like it shouldn't, but I don't feel like there's anything in the air because I won this Corona, so I don't feel like people are like, let's have this event or let's do this, you know. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's a weird time just because I think people are very openly more racist now ever since the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Like it's yeah. always been there, Black Lives Matter, but this year, because we were all jobless and we were all at home, you know, people and their feelings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you talk to me about it a lot. Some other friends in the UK have talked to me about it a lot, but people really just stepping out for hatred. And I'm like, I don't understand this. Yeah. It's crazy. I feel like... It's so challenging as, like... Today I had this conversation with this customer and we're, like, basically something happened in Central, in town. Um, it was closed off because, like, this man was almost, like, beaten to death um, near work. And I was just like, how can people... As someone who's religious, I'm like honestly in your heart to feel like you have to do this is crazy and that's when obviously it was a hate crime that beat up was a hate crime or what like what was no it it was just like i think they got into somebody got into altercation with somebody and 
it just went too much and because the headlines were like man like literally fighting for his life blah blah blah. i'm like free to fight for your life and you weren't stabbed or killed that means you were beaten up to a point where like you know um so i was like damn like why 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 i feel like this moment was kind of like a highlight of just what's been going on like it's senselessness of human life yeah it's also it's also pride in the wrong things like we obviously read in the Bible and in many like Abrahamic and actually non-Abrahamic religions, they always speak about your ego and your pride being something like very, very dangerous. And it's not something that you should like roll with. But have you seen like how on, um, how after Trump gave like after that debate where he was just like, stand by, stand down and stand by. And then everyone was all like the hillbillies were like, yes, sir. (laughs) And then they like hashtag uh, proud boys. And then (laughs) LGBTQ was just like, yeah, they were like, oh, okay. (laughs) Proud boys. (laughs) I was like, yes. Wave that flag. Like there's no need for so much hate. I'm so done with anyone who just, wants to hate on anything like I just don't have time for you you know at the end of the day no matter what it is you believe because like even as a Christian for example there's a lot of Christians that will say like oh God says this is a sin and it's like okay God might say that is a sin but how about you just focus on yourself because God didn't say <laughs> you know like if you mind your business <laughs> right mind your damn business because people like to cherry pick from the Bible. Like, for example, gluttony is a sin. And it's like, you're going to go and talk to someone else about their sin of whatever, whatever, like abortion or whatever. But you love money and all but, that shit. But you love money or you're overweight because you're gluttonous. And it's like, they're sins. Those are sins. Focus on your own because you're not perfect. Let he who have no sins cast the first stone or whatever it is, you know? So yeah. Every day, I told those like, every day is a learning day. Like, every day is a new day to start over. Every day is a new day for you to change. Yeah. And I think as long as, like, God is, like, wait, like you know, you're alive. Every day is for everybody to change. And I, even though I say this, I know I'm not perfect. I fall, like, you know, the saying, you fall short. Like, everybody oh, yeah. falls short, you know? Um, that's why, like, the race or whatever, I'm like, why is it so deep? to someone you are always going to be the majority of the population but for other people to just live to be themselves is such a problem is insane to me and you know just before um we were talking actually like i was watching like um this guy talk about like how uh, untold stories of black history in the uk that they don't learn in school and he was saying like He's like, black people in England have been here since the Roman times, but yeah. people on Twitter will go off just because they don't want that to be a reality, to think that, oh, you were free before we enslaved you. Or like, you know, like we yeah. haven't had control over you for this long. But uh, Shakespeare, like, for example, Shakespeare even talks about like an Othello. Um, the, the uh, Othello was black. The main character in Othello was black. And that was during Shakespeare's time in Italy. So like, for- I didn't know that. Yeah, Othello is black. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) And he was a general. Like, he was high in ranks, you know? So, um, like, yes, what you're saying, just to add to what you were saying of, like, black people have been around before. Just the history of colonization. Yeah, and I think English people, even, even, like, for them, slavery, they wiped it. Like, they were like, no, we didn't do that. 
And for them, like, <laughs> literally, the act as if it just didn't happen. Because for them, like, you know, the whole black people came during Windrush. It's like, no, I don't know how, what to, you convince black people to get on a boat again to come to England and then, like, blame them for being invited when the queen was like, oh, you guys, Jamaicans, Africans. Okay, she don't speak like that, but, like, <laughs> say, that's not the queen. Jamaicans. <laughs> All you people in the Caribbean, come over. Um, I think it was mainly Caribbean islands. I don't think it, it was African yet. But, you know, she was like, we need, we need you guys for the war. Like, come over. You can stay here for free and live here forever. Like the Windrush generation. Yeah. And then what's yeah. her name? What's this lady who just left? Uh, Teresa May. Fuck that. No, it wasn't Teresa. It was that other secretary lady and her daughter. They are literally starting to kick out people. And they, this, I felt so heartbroken. This, they had an example, this um, older lady. And she's like, I've been here my whole entire life. And I got a mail saying I have to leave. Yeah. How crazy. How crazy, especially if you came over during the Windrush, like, period. That Yeah. You... I think she was four or something, and and she's dug now, like, 80, and it's like, you're telling me to leave a country that I know is home? I don't it's know. It's her Jamaica only home. Like exactly. Yeah. Like, you can have a heritage of a place, and I understand that, and that can, like, be your home, like, yes. But where you grow up, that's your home home. Like, my heritage is Greek, and Greece is always going to be home, but my home home is Malawi, you know? Yeah. So... And my mom is Malawian, so I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But I, you know, like, she grew up in the UK. That's her home home. Yeah. That's where she's from. She's British. She has, they have no right to send her out. Yeah. And it's just, it's just crazy. Like, racism is so real here and people... I think it's just, not as like it wasn't it didn't used to be as overt as what like Americans would do. So people would just think like oh, Yeah, they weren't burning down from racism. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't burning down like areas and you know, hanging. Uh you know, there was a I didn't watch the video, but you know, I think there was some lynching, but it wasn't it was like hush hush or like, oh, you know, we 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 you know, we're not gonna focus on the negative. It's like bitch it's a human life like i feel like england is very complex for me to talk about properly but like i can only i mean my experience i I think i've had three three times where like i felt like oh okay um and then uh, oh at work one time this lady um well, it wasn't my counter. It was a, a jewelry counter. And my friend was like, well, this these two ladies came and they were like, oh, like, we love that that necklace. Um, Kate wears it all. Like, we want it because Kate wears it. And then um, they were like, oh, that Megan, that we don't like her. Like, blah, 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 blah. And they always see, like, this we thing because it's like, okay, if we're, we're all in this together, right? It's like, we all think. <laughs> Even and Mr. Bray like, used to be like, are we talking in our shots? <laughs> What an English thing. So you are. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if there is someone to talk about is Meghan Markle and her experience. And she's the whitest mixed race person I've ever seen. (laughs) The ostracized? 
the word, I think. My question is like, was she uh, marginalized? Was she marginalized because she was like mixed race and people were angry because she was mixed race or because she was American? Black, like as in mixed race. But then obviously to them, it's black. Oh. Like, because it just doesn't make sense that like, how can you constantly write about someone and they're just living their day to day? Yeah, the one not that even got doing me anything. was the avocado on toast and how they Wait. related that to Syrian war. Wait, and I'm what? like, what? Ugh, I need to find... Let me... Basically, like, um, Meghan Markle. Um, I think the Daily Mail or whatever were obsessed just talking trash about Meghan Markle. Um, so, like, they're like, oh, Meghan Markle's favorite avocado on toast. Uh, something to do with some war and I'm like you are if there's a reach and this is why the <laughs> um, Harry was like we're gonna sue you guys because this is too it's too much how the fuck can you put avocado and toast and compare it to anything except for other food it was a son or somebody oh wait maybe it was a daily mail Meghan Markle's favorite avocado snack, beloved of all millennials, is fueling human rights abuse, drought, and murder. Say that again. <laughs> That's real. Say that again. You're like, how Meghan Markle's avocado snack, beloved of all millennials, is fueling human rights abuses, droughts, and murder. <laughs> oh, a lot of, I mean, <laughs> a lot of weight to put on someone's shoulders for eating an avocado. Yeah, not some millennials. You know, I get it. You're trying to do some clickbait thing, but the more you negatively speak about someone, the, I mean, it's deductive. It's stupid. It's pointless. Yeah. I felt so bad for her for so long. I'm like, girl, just leave. Get out. (laughs) Get out. Yeah, I'm sure she's like a hundred times happier now that she's here. Yeah. Because honestly, I don't hear much about her unless if like she makes like some kind of like announcement or, you know, people were mad at her when she had to speak out about Black Lives. It's like, well, she's American. She's not. She has to literally, and she's technically Black in America. Like biracial is like a very new term being used, but yeah, which is sad. I only I remember the first time someone told me that was actually Natalie from school. She was like, oh yeah, like if I'm in America, like I'm Black. I'm not biracial or like mixed or something people just they put you in that box because that's what they know you as or describe you as and I'm like wow yeah the the racial like construct in America is obviously like it's very influential around the world just because of how influential like American tv and media is and all that type of stuff but um sometimes I feel like because of their like perception of categories of like who can be what race it means like when americans like for example visit malawi they really don't understand this whole like you can be mixed and being mixed is being called colored and it's okay (laughs) like you know i think that they really struggle with that idea of of not because if you're if you're born mixed in america you're likely to just be black. Very rarely are you going to, like, pass as white. Are you going to, like, 
some people in the day used to pass as white and they used to be like, okay, I'm white. And then they would have like, yeah, an array of doors open to them because they were able to pass as white. But I don't yeah. see anyone nowadays, um, not really, maybe deciding to just go with like, oh, I'm white if they are actually mixed race. I see them just yeah. being like black or nowadays a little bit biracial, but like not really, not many people. Yeah, because I feel like this, they don't have a word for black and white mix. You know, at least you have like Blasian. It's like black and Asian. Cool. But like, if you're black and white, they're like, oh, my brain. You're black, right? Because <laughs> 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 oh, so they don't want to claim you as white because it's like, it just goes by what they used to know back then. The rules that they set themselves like, oh, I remember um, I followed this page called um, Black History Mm -hmm. and like there was this poster that showed like, oh, like even if you're like your great, great, great grandparent was black, you were considered black. That's like not even a 0.3 kind of percentage. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, so I can't use that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm This is a good movie. Oh my god, I love it so much. It's called, um, I think it's called Passing. And it's like a black and white old movie. I think it's like 50s or I don't know. I, it's on, you can find it on YouTube. And it's a short movie, but basically it's like this young girl. It's black and white, so you can't really tell. But obviously she's very fair. But like she lives in like a city. And like where she lives in that city, she hangs out with black people. Because, like, you know, they, she, she knows she's, like, black, but she's very passing. She's very, very pale in complexion. And then she moves to this other city for some new job. So she has to pretend she's white on her CV to mm-hmm. be a receptionist. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the, the plot of the story is that, like, because she's passing as white in this new town. And um, she meets a guy who's white. And her secret is, like, you know, She's like, oh my, she's like, I'm black. Like, you know, she doesn't tell him for so long. He proposes to her and this is such a dilemma in her life. She's like, oh my God. It's the best because I'm like, oh, not how simple of a worry, but like, it's crazy that that was people's struggle, you know, yeah. like internal struggle. Yeah. Um, my grandma's friend was telling me like the other day that her, her grandma was very light that you would think that she was white. So, um, when she moved away from wherever she was, I think she lived in Texas and she moved to like California or something because she wanted to like, uh, she was very beautiful. So she was going to pursue acting. And, um, I don't know what ended up happening, but she was like in LA, but for her to get her job at the postal service, she had to pretend she was white. And people didn't know she wasn't white until after she got married to a black man. Because, like, I guess uh, also, I, I don't remember what year it was where you were allowed to. Yeah, marry. interracial marriage. Yeah, inter- yeah, interracial marriages. So people didn't know she was black until that. I think it was the. I think it was the Lovings who um, went to court to fight for interracial marriages or something what a fitting name film the lovings yeah like the movie is so it's so nice i've watched the movie i think is that the one the only part that i could remember from the movie was he is um there's someone at his house and he's like shouting and he's like it's not fair like um 
our union meant that I spent one day in jail, but they kept her like, I don't know, like five days or two weeks or something. And he was like, it's not fair. Why? Because she was black. Like the fact that she's a woman didn't excuse her. Like how, like how fucked up. And I just remember him shouting about that. But that was a movie that I watched about interracial marriages in the US when this. When yeah. Was, was it like, was it said back in the day? Like, was he yeah. really blonde? And she was mixed race looking, right? Because she is like the actress. No. It was the 1996 one. So I guess they've had many movies made about them. Oh, yeah. Mr. Um, this is... 1966. 1996. <laughs> Did you just say 1966? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These two. Yeah, this is the one I watched. Yeah, I watched Loving with Ruth and Nega. Imagine your name is Nega. How awkward for white people. It's like, is, um, are you Miss, n- Miss Ruth? N- <laughs> I 100% know for a fact that my parents were way cooler than me. I think so too, you know. I think I'm uptight and annoying to myself. I'm like, relax, socialize. I'm like, I don't know how to do that chill do we want to do our beauty mocks do you have anything that i want to share you know like i the you know how like you get like flat um like flat spots like just their spots like beauty marks but they're flat they're not moles like actual beauty marks you know what I'm saying? yeah yeah I know a lot of people who are super self-conscious about them, like when they're on their arms or if they have like too many. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit. They're flat. Why do I care? Like fill me up with freckles. It's okay. Cause I got, I have tons. I have tons and tons and tons. Yeah. They're like freckly. They're just there. It's like, yeah. I mean, we don't know if they're beauty marks. I feel someone just invented that. They're beautiful to me. Look, this one on my knee over here. Let me show you. Do you see this one on my knee? Wait, that knee or Disney? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you see it? That one used I to be it. down here when I was small. And his name was Fred. And I just watched him go all the way up. Because I guess my skin was stressed. The taller you got. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's That's my favorite. I've always had these two, but I think they're just like uh, mole things. Oh, yeah, yeah. And also this one, but it's like not as dark. Because it's not a, a pimple. It's just Zia. Zoe. The, the other day I was Skyping and song to her, but she's like, do you have pimples? I'm like, no, I've always had these. <laughs> Kids are too honest. They're too honest sometimes. Um, talking about like stuff I am self-conscious of I have like moles as well so I got my beauty marks and I have my moles and I'm like really self-conscious of my moles I hate them I used to have one on my forehead I got removed I know you remember that I remember that yeah I hated it so much I got it removed and then um I've had I had someone my back that I got removed and then this one over here dude I got this chemical stuff for like 20 dollars dip it you dip it uh, um, what's the thing called a toothpick into it and then you put it on your mole and then you wipe it away after like two minutes you wipe it away and then it burns it burns so much but then 
um, two hours later, your mole is like flat because it's like turned into a scab. It's weird. What if moles, what if you need them? What if it's something like scientific? Like every mole you had was the day of your life. And you just <laughs> oh, shit. It's like it didn't, it didn't go with my aesthetic. <laughs> your moles protect you from coronavirus. <laughs> oh my gosh, imagine. So you have the cure, but you removed it. <laughs> That's wild. I didn't know that you felt really like iffy about this. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I have one on my neck that I want to remove, but I'm scared because it's on my neck, you know? I don't know. I obviously, like, it's, the chemical is not going to burn through to my trachea, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, keep that one. I think maybe, what's my, I feel like lately I've been really been paying attention to myself, so I don't have anything specific, because you know. Tell me one thing that you love about yourself then, that you're just like, damn, I'm really loving this about me recently. Um... Like I said, I'm not really paying attention to myself lately. Maybe because I just been busy. But I feel like I maybe maybe okay maybe something that someone said to me that like is still like in my head. I'm like oh, is like obviously sometimes we stress about oh whatever. Like you go to work and stuff, and you're like oh, do I look whatever? Um, this girl's like oh, you always like. How, like you always seem like you you wear everything so well you put yourself together really nicely and i'm like what <laughs> that's so nice of you to say that and i'm like the those are the small things that like can really affect someone in like the long run because like obviously like paying small compliments to some things that you didn't think people are paying attention to mm-hmm. is really like nice mm-hmm. and i always try to like pay it forward in a way and also, like, I've been trying to think of speaking of paying it forward because I had lost my phone, well, left my phone on the bus. It fell out of my pocket. And this man, you know, saw it and he gave it into the the uh, the bus guy. And I was like, you know, I need to pay it forward. And mm-hmm. I like that idea. You can pay it forward by buying someone a meal, you know, or... Yeah. We can start off small like that, like. Yeah, that's true. Maybe make a I'm care sad. pack with a like a mask and like a, um, a a bottle like of sanitizer and something like that. I don't know. Like that's another way of paying it forward. Like you could every every paycheck that you get, you could make like a care package for one person and just give it to them. Yeah, just thinking about others, I guess. Yeah. I was not just thinking, but, you know, doing. Mm -hmm. I know. It's like, oh, I thought about them, so I'm a good person. I'm a great person. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, look at me. I thought about someone other than myself. so wonderful. (laughs) I'm the best. (laughs) I'm amazeballs. That's kind of... I kind of envy those types of people who think that they're amazing for doing like the minimum because they must feel minimum. so good about themselves all the time. Like I'm always like, it's not enough. And they're always like, Oh my God, I did so much. The delusion is just un- the best thing I saw this week was this tweet. This, um, so someone like filmed 
I think they were just amazed by her, the car. So they, this lady was coming out of her car. Did you see it? And she was like, the person was like, oh my God, what do you do for a living? She was like, huh? What do you mean? What do I do? She's like, I'm married. And I was like, yes, queen. We love a confused, like, what does that sentence do for a living mean when I have a husband? <laughs> yeah, and she was genuinely like, huh? Yeah, she wasn't mean about it. She was just genuinely like, I don't, like, work? Oh, oh, oh. Like, she, I think she would have choked if somebody told her, like, people actually have to work for that money. <laughs> She's like, my husband. <laughs> I'm a wife. I'm married. That's my job. Ugh. Honestly, like, I, I think I would have a really big problem not having a job. Like, I think even if I had money, I would, like, pick up something even part-time just so that I had something to do i feel like i walk around aimless when i have nothing to do even though i have a thousand things i can be doing i'm just like she probably does like charity events like oh my god we're raising money like for these people she's like honey can you like transfer one thousand five hundred million dollars thank you because <laughs> not every man is like okay you're my wife here's money here's allowance it's like and they don't feel like you know begrudged or is that even the word they don't feel yeah. angry towards, like, you know, giving money to the wife. But, yeah. Some men are funny because it's like, you know who you married when they marry someone who doesn't have an education or this or that. And they're like, why do I have to give you money? It's like, bitch, how am I going to You know why. Like, <laughs> or men who, like, um, they get mad that their wife, um, like, either you know, maybe she's been out of, like, the work game for a while, but then he has an affair, and then he's like, why do I have to give her money during our divorce? It's because she's been out of the work game for a while. No one wants to hire her. The reason she was out of the work game is because you wanted her to stay at home and look after your kids. You guys decided upon that together. So, yes, you have to give her money. Alimony. Ooh. I find that the funniest thing about America. I'm like, wait, you have to pay your wife that you divorced out every month <laughs> is that not what happens in the uk that sucks in the in america alimony allo money alimony but what happens in the uk alimony. don't they have to pay the same stuff well, let me google it allo money the way you're saying alimony is very wrong <laughs> alimony a husband or wife provision for a spouse after separation divorce maintenance that's hilarious <laughs> so in the UK, spousal maintenance, sometimes known as abroad, as okay. So here's just spousal maintenance, uh, alimony, 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 <laughs> and child support are entirely tax neutral event at the moment. As with the UK until 1989, in the US, the paying spouse can deduct alimony. And support hey. payments against taxable income. Ugh, I don't know. They confuse me with the tax shit. I thought that you I were trying to make it. a joke. I thought you were trying to lead it to hella money. I'm like, yeah, hella money. What, what? <laughs> Here they'll say alimony. Wait, how would they even say that? Alimony. Spouse alimony. maintenance is how they would say it. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, spouse maintenance. <laughs> Funny. You want to know or, how many listeners we have right now? Let me guess. 
we have oh as in listens from the six episodes so far no no, no, like like, as in the average amount of people that listen to our our thing okay we got 33 an average an average of 33 listeners i like that that's like a room full of people yeah that's a classroom and we know how much noise a classroom can make yes thank you to all our listeners who are out there listening we got some peoples from the US, the UK, France, Germany, Netherlands, ooh, Malawi, Australia, Ireland, Canada, Mozambique. That that must be my sister. Yeah, and, and I think Australia's Australia's Alicia it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> Thanks, Alicia. <laughs> you know, like I think one of our videos we had Hong Kong or something. Yeah, so that was one of my friends because I told him I told a story about you, so then he went to go listen to it. But um, talking about Alicia, she was the first person to send us an email ever on our beauty marks at Gmail. All the all the buttons, all the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. So we've had our first email. We're moving up in the world of podcasting. Yeah, it was very sweet, too. Very, 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 very kind words. And, like, it's very appreciated. I know. And I think she, um, in that moment, uh, entitled herself our biggest fan. So our biggest fan is now Alicia. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this uh, great uh, episode of the uh, you know black lives matter which is very important and honestly if you can mm-hmm. continue mm-hmm. either just follow groups that are very informative about other people's cultures not just your own or whatever you can because just even educating yourself and you don't have to donate to you don't have to spend money to be educated on something that sounds stupid because school you know we pay fees but like um <laughs> But the internet's free, and before you come at people with such, with no backup, when someone tries to correct you, it's there because over the whole like Black Lives Matter thing, there were so many people on Twitter that just spoke without even trying to Google, and I'm like, I was so frustrated so many times. I even called Marie. I'm like, come back me up because these mother, they trying <laughs> me today. <laughs> yeah, man, just. Hashtag BLM. Keep it going. You know, there's a lot of people who just blacked out their Instagram and then carried on, like, as if it's normal. I I mean, every day. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of our podcast for this episode. Thanks for sticking around and listening, guys. And see you. Well, well, well. What we do you hear us? You hear us. We will not hear you. <laughs> we hear you. We see you. We hear you. We feel you. We love you through Instagram and our email. Honestly, yeah, we guys when we say we appreciate it, we really do. So thank you. <laughs>